Good morning. Welcome to the Energy Works radio show. This is episode 8, Decluttering. When I was learning a particular technique years ago, we were taught that everything that we own occupies a space in our brain. So the more things we have in our home or in our possession, the more occupied our brain is. It seems important that we choose wisely then what are the most important things to keep. It also then involves the capacity to trust in God or the universe that he will look after us. Uh, a friend of ours um, grew up in, and, uh, you know, they were taught, and, and the depression, and they were taught to hold on to everything because they uh, were you know, didn't know when they would have their next source of income. And, you know, it's good to hang on to things that may be useful, not if it's going to mean that your space is cluttered and that you are unable to have clarity of mind. One of my rules if I'm going through my clothes cupboard is if I haven't worn it in a year, then I'm probably not likely to wear it again and that I'll give it to me or whoever, whatever charity that you've got likely that will take clothes. And someone else might, might make it, might love what you give. So I'd like to clear a bit of energy in this so that we can move forward and let go of things that are no longer necessary. So uh, if we say I, I make great judgments on what to keep, that doesn't hold. And I think especially if you think about technology things too, you know, like computers and TVs and, um, you know, anything electronic, um, the technology is outdated and it's no point to keep it. It just takes up space and collects stuff. Um, I'm okay with letting go. I easily discern what I no longer need. My home is sacred to me and to all who visit. So it goes to Heart Meridian and there's a bit of like muddled instability. So muddled instability with a person uh, is like one minute you love them, the next minute you should punch them in the nose. And maybe that's the same as clothes or things that we own. You know, sometimes we love them and then other times we think, yeah, no, don't really need that. And, you know, I think when we're in that moment we really should let go of the things that we don't need or or like or you know, need to worry about. Now that goes into your first chakra, which of course is about our base, isn't it, and where we belong and how we how we feel we fit into society and our family and our friends group. I give myself permission to thrive. I think here of a, a plant in an overgrown garden, you know, when there's all the weeds around, but the weeds are taking all the nutrients out of the soil and maybe even the light and the water. And so the plant is unable to grow properly because of the cluttering around it. So if you think about um, us being a plant and the weeds and the things around us taking our energy, it's important to remove all those weeds that are impeding our way. And the weeds can be thoughts. The weeds can be friends that are not really friends. Uh, can be even family members that are failing to support us and we need to protect ourselves and 
um, hold hold ourselves as special and important and only allow those people in that inner circle that will help help lift us and and um, support us in being the best that we are. And when we are strong, then we are able to do that to others. But while we are not strong enough, we need to take great care of ourselves and respect, be respectful to the family members that we live with. My family or my tribe has my back. I easily eliminate all that no longer serves me. Now, this just goes into the grid. So it's like our inner scaffolding. And that is leading us to the fourth chakra, which is our heart chakra. And that also involves our circulatory system. So anchoring the life force energy in the body. And loneliness can um, weaken this chakra. So are we lonely because we choose lonely or are we lonely because we've made a barricade around us? And sometimes um, people can clutter up their houses to the extent that they feel uncomfortable to let anyone in their home and they are embarrassed and ashamed of how their home is and the situation that's happened. And some people get to the point that they are overwhelmed. They don't know where to start or what to do. And this can happen to any of us, you know, on some level. So it's really important that we have friends or people that we can talk to um, to help us, you know. Sometimes we give help and sometimes we receive help. We also need to check here that we have 50-50 relationships with people and it's not all one way from us or to us. So I have balanced, I have balanced um, relationships. Um, so this chakra, the fourth chakra, can also involve finding it difficult to open up to others because we fear being hurt. And paranoia can come in here too. And a little bit of sandalwood oil here would help. Sandalwood helps connect us to God as well. So I would use that oil because this decluttering process is a spiritual process really. It's helping our um, our soul to really be who we're supposed to be, to trust in God, to trust that we can move forward and we're doing the right things in the right way. And hanging on to physical things is us not trusting that we will have what we need and and uh, want at the right time. So that standard would, will help us to be able to do that. So I'm confident the healing power of God's love will heal my mind, heart and body. So it is really a spiritual journey, isn't it? And you can see that people whose homes have become, um, you know, just so flooded that they have no trust, have no faith at all, and they hang on to every little piece of paper um, unnecessarily. Uh, so it's coming up in part of the field here now, the Celtic weave, um, around the heart area. Generational problem. Dad's death. And there's a feeling of being overly sympathetic. So we can be overly sympathetic to other people or to ourselves. It's like we feel too sorry for them. So that involves the sixth chakra now. My brain functions optimally. I know when I have to cook, and I'm not the best cook, um, I can't 
start talking until I've cleaned the kitchen because I need it to be clear. And if there's lots of people in the ki- kitchen, I can't do it either. It's like I need some space. My vision is illuminated by gratitude and love. All right, so now a couple of affirmations to help in the mind. I help others with the resources I have without harm to my family, business and self. I think this is important. Um, knowing you know what your limits are, that what you can share and give without causing yourself a problem or your family, but also trusting that you'll get back what you need as you share. Now we're going back into the chakras and the third chakra today, which is the one about your power. You know, feeling you have the ability to have control in your life. I make wise decisions. I no longer rely on others' opinions of me. I heard a funny thing about this. We were talking about how um, uh, other... This is actually John B. Martini. He said, it's none of our business what other people think of us. And he always spoke about how if you're a leader, half the people will love you and half the people will hate you. And it's like you kind of have to suck it up. If you want to be a leader and if you're listening to this call and you're involved in energy work, you are a leader because you're going to help people to get on their way. So you must accept that some people will love you and some people will hate you, and you have to be okay with that. And if you think about the Saviour, he did the most good in the world and was one of the highest vibration people, and he you know, he was persecuted. They killed him in the end. But, yes, they could harm his body, but his spirit was untouchable, and look at the good that's come and is still coming when we trust in God and we trust in the Saviour. And so you must take a step back when you feel opposition and, and almost say, oh, I must be doing some good if I'm going to cop a little bit of opposition. I am enough. And often we feel like, um, you know, I'll be enough when I have this or when I do that or when I own that or when this happens. But we already are enough. And the life, life is just this journey that we go on. I love myself. I'm confident in my ability to make my life work. When, that we, um, when you learn about athletes and training and, you know, they test their brain, um, they, we know that if the athlete runs his race actually doing it or imagining himself doing it, the same parts of the brain will fire. So it's the same for you. you know, see yourself sitting in your home or your office or your car and see yourself sitting there uh, concentrating and having clarity of thought and clarity of space and how um, confident you are as you follow your intuition and you're guided by the Spirit and the things that you do and accomplish in this world and the people that you will help and the changes that you will make through this clarity. So as you run this race in your mind, it will become the reality. So it's important for you to set that. And I think that's also why a vision board is important too because as you see and work to what you want and have it there before you, it's like you, you begin to go on that journey. So this clarity is really important. I'm able to see past my weaknesses and allow them to become my strength. And sometimes we just get hooked up, you know, I can't do that or that's not me. And I could say that definitely about using the computer 
and being technical, I um, really struggled with it. And as you know, I made plenty of mistakes. I remember the first recording I had to do, I forgot to press record. And I did this most wonderful interview but didn't record it. And I was so upset I could have dug a hole and jumped in it. But, um, you know, the man let me record it again and it, it went for the best. And it was a powerful learning lesson. Now, I'm talking about the aura now. So the aura is like this protective field around us. And some people want to latch onto our energy. Especially when we're good and we're bright and we're attached to a good source. It's a little bit of laziness on their part instead of making their own attachment to the source. So they're cheating and going to us, piggybacking off our power. And this is a generational problem as well from Dad's mum's side. And this goes into the fifth chakra now. My honesty of expression enables others to speak up too. And I think that is very empowering when you hear people talk about their difficulties and, um, you know, what they struggle with. Uh, we feel um, strengthened and, and enabled to do that, to do the same. And I think the more open we are and the more we speak really from the heart, um, we really do help other people come on the journey with us and, the, and we lift them and they lift us. All right, so now a little bit in our body. And I think if you think about um, hanging on to stuff too, sometimes when we hang on to our weight, it can be um, a kind of like hiding and protection too that we don't want people to see who we really are. Now, the organs involved with the solar plexus are the liver, the pancreas, the gallbladder, the spleen and the stomach. I am enough, which we already have mentioned, haven't we? So there's more work to do on that. This has got a generational problem. Dad's mum and the feeling of disgust. Uh, um, sensitive to other people's disgust. Now I think it's important to mention here too, sometimes when someone is angry with us or disgusted with us or not happy with us, Sometimes it's not even about us, it's about what we represent to them. So we might represent you know, their mother or their, a teacher from the past or a friend that wasn't nice to them. And um, their feelings are brought up um, in, a, in, a, you know, in, a funny, in a funny way and we feel that it's about us, but actually it's not about us, it's about who we represent to them. And so if you can take a step back when that happens and realise, oh, this person has something to deal with here, and maybe in a quieter moment, you know, you could talk to them or help them with that. But the more that we can take ourselves out of the equation when that happens and realise that it's not really about us at all, it's about what we bring out for them. A bit more dad stuff here too about, um, you know, seeing past our weaknesses and allowing them to become our strength. And dad's dad comes here too. Also the Celtic weave in the, in the, like the buttocks in the lower back area. And the dad stuff as well. There's some resentment tied in there. Uh, so our resentment towards others. Okay, back into the first chakra. Now the first chakra also covers eating disorders. And that can be a kind of, um, 
um, hanging on to and cluttering things too, isn't it? You know, not wanting to throw old food away or you know, feeling like we have to eat it because it's not wasteful. But you know, whether you know, all things that all things that are unnecessary is going to end up either in the toilet, isn't it, or in the bin. So you know, whether we're going to choose it to go through us or we're going to put it directly in the bin, in the end, it's not going to matter. We've already paid for the food; doesn't really change. You know, that money that we've spent. So you know, unless it's um, if it's good, give it to someone else. Um, you know, if it's not good, well, it's got to go anyway. Bone disorders also comes up. Feelings of fear, anxiety, and difficulty settling. Having acceptable social behaviour. My survival is certain. Often we don't feel that our survival is certain. Oh, I'm going to recheck some of the stuff that we've done so far. So I make good judgments. I make great judgments on what to keep. That's strong now. I'm okay with letting go. My, I easily discern what I no longer need. My home is sacred to me and to all who visit. I'm living strong. I give myself permission to thrive. My family and try to have my back. I easily eliminate all that no longer serves me. Good, strong. I have balanced relationships. I no longer have fear to open up. I'm confident the healing power of God's love will heal my heart, mind and body. My brain functions optimally. My vision is enlightened by gratitude and love. I help others with the resources I have without harm to my family, business and self. I make wise decisions. I no longer rely on others' opinions of me. These are all strong now. I am enough. I love myself. I'm confident in my ability to make my life work. I'm able to uh, see past my weaknesses and allow them to become my strengths. My honesty of expression enables others to speak up too. I am enough. And that's, we had that twice and here's it's strong most times. Okay, I'm just going to add one in here for eating. I, I only eat that which is healthy and good for me. And I think a practice that we could put in here is um, every time we're going to eat something that we know we shouldn't eat, to actually think about why am I eating this and, you know, to get a piece of paper and pen and to write down some of the things that you're thinking and, you know, what's leading you to this point that you want to go and um, eat things that you know are probably not good. And, yes, we often know that we're stressed, but sometimes we need to look behind what's stressing us and really, um, you know, dig in deep to see what that, what, what that's really about. A bit more dead stuff here. That's dead. So I love my beautiful, tidy house. I love my beautiful, tidy office. I love my beautiful, tidy, clean body. I love my beautiful, clean, tidy mind. These are all strong. I allow myself the gift of clarity. I deserve clarity in all shapes, forms and sizes. That feels a lot clearer. Great. All right. So I hope that helps you to feel that you can attack things. Um, it comes to mind here a person spoke to me about fly lady. And I think fly stands for fully loving yourself or finally loving yourself. I forget which it is. And uh, it's a website that talks about how to declutter your home. And 
kitchen starts with the kitchen sink, you know, making sure the kitchen sink is clean and, um, you know, she does a process to clean it out. And, uh, you know, cleaning out one cupboard each each week on one area and having, you know, three baskets to throw away, give away and put away. And so it's like if you can start to go through, um, you know, just one area at a time and just do one area or one cupboard a week, you know, over a period of time, the whole house will be done. And I think that's in all aspects of our life, that if we can just divide it up into smaller areas and go with your gut instinct to where you should start and begin with one area at a time to slowly shift the things that we, we no longer need. And as we do this and feel clearer, we will feel so much happier, so much more happier, not right English, we'll feel happier and clearer and be able to be on our life's path and really work on what is important to our heart. So enjoy your day. Have a great time. Declutter happily and um, you'll be amazed at what you find.